0: Welcome to InVesta, a podcast series devoted to conversations with Vesta associates and clients to help all business owners make better decisions. Hosted by Brad Saunders, Director of Strategy and Coaching at Vesta.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome again to InVesta. Today, I have a special guest with me, Kristen, Kristen Olson from uh, Vesta, that is our HR. Manager?
0: Yes, HR yes. manager. Yeah,
1: that's that's awesome for you. Tell yeah. me a little bit about your experience maybe and how you end up uh, here with us.
0: Yeah, so I um, was in human resources in Dubuque, Iowa for about four years for a restaurant group. So I saw a wide variety of fun HR things while I worked there. <laughs> and um, in January 2021, I was getting married and I could no longer be long distance with my fiance, so I moved to the Oshkosh area and Vesta was hiring, and we're well, good. I'm here.
1: Good. Well, we were glad to have you. That's for yes, sure. Yes,
0: thank you. As,
1: as uh, you know, I work mostly with our small business uh, clients. Um, you know, hiring people, human resources in general, has been a huge topic here for the last two to three years. Um, and I know you're right in the midst of it, so today we maybe talk a little bit more about that. I guess the first question I have is you know you know, as I talk to business owners, you know are we seeing the problem hiring right now as a new normal, or do you think it's just a season?
0: I think that's the new norm yeah. for many businesses. I think we will it's improved a little bit throughout the last year. i know twenty twenty one was a wild year for hiring for everyone and 2022, it slowed down a little. 2023, we've seen a little bit of a slowdown as well. Mm-hmm. But I think it really is just teaching employers that they have to be innovative with their approach to hiring mm-hmm. and making sure that, you know, they're not being stuck in their stale
1: Yeah, right, right. So if it is a normal change is what you're trying yes. to say. Yeah, I hear you. So so in regards to that, obviously, just to even get to the point where we have an interview, we have to attract talent to Vesto. How do we do that?
0: Right. So um, we are, you know, on social media, we have a new marketing consultant, and she's been doing a great job with social media. We're getting out and about in the communities. We've been at high schools. We're going to career college fairs. We're just trying to do as much as we can to get that exposure. We've also been um, very lucky that our employees love what they do. They love that they work with Vesta, and um, we are able to provide them with referral bonuses.
1: Okay, good. Good. Yeah, I, I I just can imagine you see it sounds like a conversation about marketing. If you're not doing multiple tactics, you're probably not attracting what you really want to attract. Right. Yeah. Um, are there any new trends that business owners should be aware of in HR in the in the in the recruiting world?
0: I think, you know, there's always going to be new trends, things yeah. to stay on top of. I would say don't be afraid to get uncomfortable with recruiting and trying new things. We this last year brought on our first youth apprentice student mm. with the youth apprenticeship program through CESA Six. I know there are you know programs throughout the state of Wisconsin, but that was something we were kind of hesitant to initially take on, and we've just we've seen great things with it.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. Now um, this this comes from my observation too, in the fact that it, it appears to me that. Um, some of the people we're bringing in are coming with the right skill set, but they're coming to us because of maybe the experience of working with us or the the environment or the culture that we're working in. Are you seeing that?
0: I am, yes. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, they see what we're doing on social media or what we're doing in the community. We're heavily involved in different organizations throughout the community and people want to be involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think there's part of like that FOMO, that fear of missing out. They see us and they they want to join us. Yeah,
1: good, good. Yeah, and I, I would say that's also part of the marketing effort too, is to kind of show our environment and what we're doing. Um, so you, you mentioned the um the intern, I, I'm sorry, the um apprentice. Yeah. Which is a new term for our industry for sure.
0: It is. Um, is
1: that gonna replace interning or how does that how do they fit together maybe?
0: Yeah, so that will not replace interns. So the youth apprenticeship program, that is really just geared towards those high school students, juniors and seniors. The internship, um, like a college internship is really still important and you know we we still need interns Mm -hmm. so um that's important in building that pipeline for for the business sure as well as for those students i know the last couple years it's been kind of crazy for them as well transitioning back into in-person classes in-person jobs and um, being able to adjust sure so now is the best time for those students to be pursuing internships
1: sure okay and i know i've helped you a little bit in regards to the PSP, maybe help everybody understand what our PSP program really
0: is. Yeah, so our PSP program is our premier student program, and that is how we select our interns for the following year. So typically we are looking for fall, spring, and then we will bring on summer interns as well. And it's really a networking event for both the interns as well as our staff, getting to um, better understand the students. And in the past few years, we've also brought in the client panel, and with that client client panel, it's given our students the chance to really hear from our clients and help them understand what we do and how the impact we have on the community.
1: Sure, sure. Real life experience, there, that's for sure. Um, so it's one thing to hire people, but retaining them is probably the more difficult part, right? I, I know that um, from year to year, business owners find that their retention is more difficult. Maybe today we can talk a little bit about some of the keys to retention, some of the key things you think we're doing, at least, for retention.
0: Yeah, so I would say keys to retention, you know, it's easier said than done, keeping your staff happy, making sure that you're looking at more than just compensation and benefits, that you are making sure that you're focusing on their wellness and making sure that they can feel that they're supporting themselves and their family. That's important as well from that emotional standpoint, that health standpoint. So I know our firm has really focused on that wellness aspect. Another thing is just being you know providing them with experiences work should be an experience it shouldn't just be a job you should want to come to the office want to work with the people that you work with yeah and i think that's something you know if i look at our team i think everyone loves working with each other
1: yeah no i would agree with that and if, and if um if you're not sure somebody will probably help you
0: get right. used to so, us
1: and understand what we're doing yeah um i guess you know oftentimes we forget too is that um uh, We hired talented people, but ultimately during their tenure with us, um, we need to help keep developing them or help giving them better opportunities. How do we do that?
0: So we've invested quite a bit in learning and development and development opportunities for our team members. Mm -hmm. So we do that through various resources. We join a lot of different learning organizations. We have a lot of memberships through CPA America, AICPA. And, you know, I think our firm just looks at knowledge as power mm-hmm. and empowering our staff to be that um, subject matter expert mm-hmm. and to share their knowledge as well is so important. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I know I, for, for maintaining their certifications, even there's significant hours of, of time they have to spend in studying and learning and growing, growing in the company. So now the big subject, and I'm sure which everybody out there wants us to talk about more is oh, working from home and or maybe hybrid working. I I think the first thing is, is I don't know that everybody understands the difference. So I'll start with working from home or work from home. There's been called several things I know.
0: Yeah. So um, a remote work agreement would be working from home more than two days a week, Mm -hmm. at least in our firm. Mm -hmm. And um, so we'll set our employees up with a remote work package so that they can work in their home office, as they would be working in the actual physical Mm -hmm. office. So Mm -hmm. everything should be the same that way. And um, technology has really allowed for us to be able to do that. And then with our hybrid work arrangements, that can kind of differ. So it's really, you know, our staff are allowed to work from where they would like. So if they want to work in Sheboygan one day, they can work in Fond du Lac the next day with, you know, obviously arrangements being made.
1: Sure, sure. So there is a formal process and a difference between the two.
0: There is, yes. There is a formal process. Okay,
1: good. Um, and and again, I, I've heard, you know, the news or, or read some information about mm-hmm. hybrids half and half. Is that always true or not?
0: It's not. I think, especially with our firm, we try to create, uh, allow our employees to create that balance. So if mm-hmm. they want to be in the office four days a week and work remotely once once a week. That's up to them as well. I think it's really it goes back to finding that balance within their work and you know I guess work life balance, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, exactly it's that it's that
1: term. It's, it's, it's work life balance, yeah, which could lead to retention. I would assume. Right. Yeah, makes sense. So some business owners are struggling with this hybrid workspace and mm-hmm. um, the traditional in-office work is, is changing. As we started this conversation with, this could be our new normal, right? But um, maybe help us understand uh, what truly is in-office work. What do you mean and how does, that, how does that relate to what companies should be thinking about? I
0: think companies should be thinking about that in-office work. As a balance, it really being in the office is about collaboration, working mm-hmm. together with your team, being able to meet and work with your clients. So, depending on what scope of business you provide, I think it's important to really think about how your employees are managing that space, as well as how your your guests and clients come in to manage that space. So, you know, kind of going back to borderless offices, sure. you don't necessarily always have to be your clients will meet you where. You know, within reason, where they need to, and you'll also do the same. So whether that is virtually Mm -hmm. meeting them, that virtually, or um, you know, meeting them outside of the office, that's also an option as well. Sometimes it's just better to get them out of their business and meet them in you know a fun collaboration space.
1: Sure, sure. I know some of the clients that we work with on a on a weekly, daily, monthly basis um, for construction, for example. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a difficult opportunity for remote worker at work from home but um what are some of the jobs that you know just just don't work out as work from home jobs or or more remote style
0: yeah i think it's very challenging to work remotely or have that hybrid schedule if you are in a service industry if you are at a role where you um you know you're more people facing or you have um clients coming to you mm-hmm. that construction that's difficult you can't build a house from home unless right. it's your house right right, right. Um, You know, painting is the same. So I think a lot of those trades, it will be challenging to create a model where that fully would support a hybrid or remote work.
1: Sure, sure. And I I believe our industry, the accounting industry or financial services industry has made a big shift. And we do see that where we were all in the office, maybe we're not as much today. That's that's one of those things we talked about. It's just a big change, right? Correct. Of where we're going. Well, oh, perfect, perfect, um, Kristen. This has been awesome. I mean, again, as we work with small business owners, especially those with less than five million in revenue, that you know, the finances and the money to have HR people is difficult. So, anything we can do to help our clients better understand some of the issues and trends in in HR is super helpful. So, I appreciate you sharing that with us today.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me.
1: Great. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for.